Fight presents. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad, aka the Canadian Assassin, and I am not alone. She wants she is one of the hosts and writers for Women's Wrestling Talk. Please welcome Mika Goodman. Hi everybody. Hey, hey. <laughs> and she is the editor-in-chief herself. Um, and the fact that she's the editor-in-chief and I still can't pronounce her first name, that's bad on me. But I call her Santana. How you doing? I'm good. Well, I can understand people will butcher my first name being Dreon, so they spell it wrong. I'm just stick with Santana. Uh, finally, one day I find me an Ortiz, so then we can be Santana and Ortiz, but right now it's just solo. <laughs> And today we have an amazing show. Of course, nothing but amazing guests. And today is no exception. AEW's very own, the Queen Slayer herself, Anna J. How are you doing? Hey, guys. Good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. We are so excited. Um, all right, Santana, hit it. Of course. Um, it's honor and privilege to be in the presence of the Queen Slayer. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that name so much. Um, but I have to ask, you've worked with Tay Hunting, you're like besties and everything for a minute now. Um, and both of you actually defeated Penelope Ford and the Bunny, which you guys had a very, 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 really good street fight match um, on Rampage that time. Um, do you think that one day AEW would create a women's tag team titles once there is a steady women's tag team division in AEW? I definitely think so. Um, you know, we definitely didn't think it would happen anytime soon, which you never know. Uh, it was cool to get the secondary women's title. So I think now, if I had to guess, I feel like the next title for the women's division should be a tag title. So hopefully that's the next one. I don't know when. I think we do need to keep building and keep doing what we're doing before that happens. But I definitely think that should happen in the near future at some point. I agree. Yeah, me too. I would love to see it. Um, I got a kind of general question because I know you came from the Indies first. So I want to know what the biggest adjustment was for you moving from the Indies to now being on our TVs and on our YouTube all the time, killing it. Like, what was that biggest adjustment that you would say? Thank you. Um, I would say, I will say this, I didn't do many Indies because of COVID and all that happened that got started. And I think I probably did about six indie shows. So I was just starting to get in the groove of that and get used to it. Um, I would say the biggest difference, we started filming in Jacksonville and there was no audience. I mean, honestly, which honestly reminded me of training. So it was kind of like I, it was almost easier for me to start off that way because I wasn't used to having a huge crowd or the audience, you know, playing into what we were doing. So when I started there and there was no audience, it was just the wrestlers. It was almost kind of like training, so I think I actually felt more comfortable. But now transitioning from no audience in the pandemic to now, you know, sold-out arenas, it's been crazy, but it is so much better. So cool to see everyone and so cool to hear everyone. It definitely makes what we're doing way more enjoyable. So I kind of had a cool transition. It almost worked out for me, and, like, it was almost easier the way it happened. Nice. 
Uh, we had a big moment. I saw you were on uh, Thunder Rosa's taco vlog. Um, she just became the AEW Women's World Champion. Um, I, I know you got in for it, but, you know, at this particular moment, what was that like seeing that? Because it's just, you know, uh, Brit, no, no shade to Brit. Brit's had it for a minute. So, you know, the changeover, all that stuff. So what, what was your feeling when that happened? And then the next feeling after that, like I'm, I'm gunning for it or what, what's, the, what's the process in your head? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that's every woman's goal in the locker room is to hopefully one day be champion. So, of course, that's my goal. But I also know that I am still newer and I'm still working towards that. So to see her win, though, was such a cool moment, such a cool moment for all the girls. It's cool to see the division grow. And so it growing means new champions. And I feel like that was in the works for a while. Their storyline was building and building. So it's really cool. And that's my favorite part of wrestling is storylines. So to see it pay off was honestly an incredible moment. And I think everyone's super happy for her. She's a hard worker and does a lot of things. And wrestling is one of them and one of her passions. So it was a cool moment for everyone. And I definitely am super happy for her. And yes, one day that will be me, but I'm being patient. Yeah, I know you You just uh, introduced, like, the word, like, growth and everything. And with you being a part of AEW Women's Division, people are, if you read on social media, people are always iffy about, you know, women not being fully showcased. Um, in your own experience, how much growth have you seen in the Women's Division since you started um, in 2020? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's grown tremendously. I think, obviously, we have so much more room to grow and so much more, uh, choose to fill, if that makes sense. But I think that the growth that we have endured has been amazing, especially from going the, from the pandemic to now with crowds and stuff. And we're getting more segments. We're getting more matches. We're getting more time. We're getting more storylines. Like I said, that's my favorite part. And I think that's very important. So I think if we just keep going how we're going, it's going to be even bigger here soon. But yes, I think it's grown tremendously and in the best way possible. You're on mute, Mika. Oh, man, my dog was barking. Okay. <laughs> so, um, he's a puppy. He can't help himself. Um, kind of piggybacking off of that question because social media, there's a lot of speculation about who the locker room leader is as far as women. Like, who's that woman that you can go to? Who's the person that kind of sets that standard? So, I wanted to ask directly, who would you see you know, because people say Thunder or they'll say Serena or they say, you know, they have so many ideas. So I'm wondering who that person is for you guys in the locker room. Um, definitely those two women, uh, I would say for sure. But I think I even said this in another interview, too. I personally would say, and I think a lot of other girls would agree, Vicky Guerrero has been someone that's been great to go to. Uh, of course, yes, yeah, she's not a wrestler, but she's, you know, doing what we're doing. And she's there and she's very helpful with everything. She asks, you know, if we need help with if it's something on screen or if it's something, you know, we need help with like our, our gear bins, like something like that, like locker room wise, she's been a tremendous help and she's such a sweet lady. And I really appreciate all that she does. So I would definitely say her for me, at least. Um, so let's talk about you, you kind of hinted a little bit about your training um, and, you know, the short stint that you had at the Indies. Now um, you're training wise with um, QT Marshall, like, how was that? What was that experience like? And was there any tips? Like, I know when I'm learning something new, something says, somebody says something, it's like an aha moment. So was there any tips or anything that you took from them that you kind of, like, 
you you use to this day that you kind of are um you know look back to yes um first off i want to say he's literally the best trainer ever i haven't worked with obviously a ton of people but he was such a big help and i will say this he is someone who's obviously not going to push you if you don't want to be pushed and i honestly think that's the biggest thing that i learned he was always saying you know i can't make you want to do this like you've got to come in here and do this and i'll help you if you're showing me that so i think that's overall over anything he just did not really give in to anyone unless they really showed that they wanted to work and that this was their dream. And that's, I always say that whenever anyone asks me, like, how was he as a trainer? And I said, he was great if you wanted to be there and wanted to do, you know, the job. So that would definitely be what I would say about him. Yeah, and QT Marshall, he's like amazing in the ring, a great person that comes on, been on the mic and everything. I love him and uh, Hooks. Few they've been having it's like you didn't beat up by a little kid. What did you do? Well, not a little kid, but That's in her true. eyes, he was like a little kid, like your little like little nephew beating you up or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I know we spoke of like you know title pictures, and it's you're you're no stranger to being in a title picture. Um, I saw your recent title message you did have against Jay Cargill, who is the TBS champion. Um, it was extremely like it was quite amazing. Like you gave Jade. Jade almost came up a little bit short in that match. Like she, she definitely had a challenge with you. Um, and although you ended up coming up short, if you had the opportunity to face Jade again, what would your strategy be going into the match the next time? Oh my gosh, great question. I hope I do get to wrestle her again. She's obviously doing great and doing amazing things, and I loved wrestling her. But I, I would say. I mean, this is kind of like a stretch because I don't do any high flying stuff. But I feel like I need to like jump on her, like from, from somewhere above, because she's, you know, she's a powerhouse. So maybe that, I don't know. Like I said, I don't really leave my feet much, but that's the only thing I can think of because I'm not as strong as her. That's obvious. She's, like I said, she's a powerhouse and she's definitely one of the strongest women in the division. So I would say that. But, you know, I think I think I put up a good fight. So I would do a lot of the same things, but maybe incorporate that as well. Yeah, my mom always say aim for the legs. Aim for the legs aim. of tall people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The tree, exactly. Yeah. But I can see that because it's like one of those things where yeah. um, you're not going to expect it because you, you're you not a high flyer. Because from high right. flyers, you always have to be on the lookout. But if she's like trying to get her bearings, so she's not expecting you to come from the top rope, I mean, that might seal the deal right there. We might have yeah, just given the, the playbook, oh, no. but, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Super's away. Nobody, nobody knows. No yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, I kind of am a holistic person. So kind of just looking back, I know it hasn't been like decades, but so far to date, what is your favorite moment in your career? What is that one thing that you think of back on and it just gives you that warm, fuzzy feeling? Definitely um, when I pretty much debuted for the Dark Order, whenever there was the whole thing with Cody and Brody and I choked Brandy out, I would say 100% that's the moment for me that just really sealed the deal. I mean, I kind of found my place at that moment and for it to be with those huge stars in wrestling and have that and them give me that moment meant so much to me and I literally will never forget it and I definitely think now it's still my favorite. Nice. I mean, giving some choking somebody else is like a really great feeling. I would definitely recommend it if you haven't. Um, 
I just, yeah. it just, it's very a beautiful violent, thing. Okay? No, well, here's the thing. I learned, how to, what? <laughs> I learned how to choke somebody out like years <laughs> ago. Um, and it, like, I was able to do it to somebody on a radio show. And it was like, this is so empowering. Like, I, I, I love it. I don't want to actually use it in a real fight, but it's just kind of like, I like that. It's just a, it's just like, I am, you've given me the power now. And I'm beware of the Canadian assassin. <laughs> <laughs> She's coming for you. Not I'm just, just saying. Um, now there is a really, there's a big difference between, between doing wrestling for TV versus wrestling like the indies. And it's just, you know, um, there's no television there as far as, or no cameras there, excuse me. As far as that, what was kind of the takeaways when you started doing, you know, wrestling for TV that you had to like be mindful of? Uh, honestly, probably cameras. And like I said, there was no crowd at the very beginning. So finding the cameras was my first priority and like my first learning experience. Uh, and that was hard for a little while, but once you see them and know where they are, it's kind of like playing off of a crowd where people get used to that. So then, like I said, going from no crowds to a crowd, then you have to play with like the crowd and like do what they're and listen to them. And then you have to think about the cameras as well. So th those are the two main things. But yeah, first thing that I learned was cameras. That was a huge transition for me. Yeah, I can understand trying to be mindful of the cameras especially when there's so many in various addiction you know directions you know some of the time those cameramen do get in the way like and they get ran over and then everybody's like okay mm -hmm. you're you're just in the way move out the way um so i have to ask because there was a point in time where social media went extremely crazy well with this photo with you and jungle boy and i mean when i say crazy i've never seen so many people like really really be like when did this happen what was your reaction when you saw all of the comments saw like your social media blowing up and it's just like nobody never really expected you to to dry, drop this photo on us like that y'all had us in a frenzy <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean i will say i think we actually got for the most part pretty positive feedback you know how like wrestling fans i feel like mm -hmm. a lot of times don't love relationships in wrestling yeah. But yeah, we got positive feedback and a lot of feedback. So I was a little shocked. Um, and which we're more private too. So I feel like that's like been like one of the only things that we've put out there. So it was kind of a big moment. And like you said, I feel like no one really knew or had any inkling of us even being together. So it was definitely, I think, like a WTF moment for everyone. It definitely was. Cause I was like, yeah. <laughs> come on now. Not too shocking. Wait, wait, like, <laughs> How were you like Santana? What what were you like again? He's like Miss Anna J. <laughs> what is going on here? What is going on here? What is happening right now? You said you were a private person, and it, that's like a definite thing because being private and then making the decision to become Instagram official, like. What was that discussion like? Were were you guys like, I right, we just gonna just drop it on them, or because you know. It was, I feel like it was more him, um, and I think he had said this too, he had a match with Kenny Omega, and he was thinking about posting a picture, and so he was, we had it for a little bit, like a few weeks, and he was like, I think I might post it after the match, just because he didn't want anything to take away from that, because it was a huge moment for him, and I was like, okay, like, this is on you, because he was posting it, not me, um, so we did put a little thought into it, but then once that happened, that we were kind of like, okay, that's all we need to do. Now people know we're together, and that's kind of it. Yeah. 
So sticking on the personal side of things, like I said, I am a new puppy mom. And I know that you and Navy are, y'all have been going strong for a while. So um, what is your best piece of advice for a new puppy mom like me? Oh my gosh, puppies are a mess. I will say she was such a bad puppy, but in the best way, like they're so much fun. Um, Best advice, gosh, train them early. Train them as soon as you can because it's so much harder when they're older because we're training her now and she is so hard-headed but it was so difficult because like with me traveling and stuff like it's hard to get a schedule but yeah that's what I would say train them early and you will not regret it I promise what kind of puppy do you have um mac is a border collie ridgeback and healer mix so he has the little floppy ears and the border collie face oh my gosh thank you (laughs) Uh, it's like that's the same advice this is gonna i know people are gonna take this the wrong way but it's the same advice that you take like for kids like train them early (laughs) make sure make sure they know the rules it's like too it's like too late so Mm -hmm. i mean you know that just what reminded me of. I don't have any kids, but that's how I would say to people. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, let's talk about your dad. You said your dad was a big influence in your life as far as, you know, you getting into wrestling and watching wrestling with him. You said he likes to cut a lot of promos. Now that, like, you, you're now deep in the AEW life, uh, does he, like, give you tips? Or does he, like, man, this would be a really good promo, or you should say this? Or do you guys go back and forth? Not as much, I'll say, but he is constantly just calling me and asking me, like, things about wrestling or things about backstage and stuff. So, and he will every now and then still cut a promo, but I feel like it's maybe less advice and less stuff like that and more just he's so curious about everything just because it's a world that he was so interested in and how I got interested in it. So I think it's, like, cool for him now to, like, have someone who's in it. And so he's just always wondering what's going on or what it's like and stuff. So... My goal is to actually bring him backstage at some point. I know it's crazy that I have not yet, but there has not been a good time. It's just kind of like when you're on the road too, there's not, you know, travel and all that kind of stuff. But that is my goal. I'm hoping obviously by the end of this year, he gets to go back there and he's probably be like a little kid. So that would be awesome. That would be fun. I wish I can bring my parent backstage somewhere, but they're probably not going to go. Or anything of that nature, because my my parents are weird, and my mom is with the whole COVID thing, so um, she's not gonna be too fond of that. She she already double masked up. Um, but I have to ask because like like going back to you and Tay, um, you guys y'all tag team gear like when you guys come out of tag team, y'all gear is sick, and we've actually featured you guys on our show that we have Turnbook of Glam before. Um, so when it, when you guys are tagging, how do you, how do you guys come up with your gear or what colors you're going to wear designs? I love that y'all have your names on the back of y'all, uh, y'all gear is so, uh, cute. So how do you guys like figure out which, which gear or, you know, patterns and stuff like that, that you're going to wear? So we, when we had the first match, not the street fight, um, it was us versus Penelope and Allie. We knew we wanted to have matching gear, so we ended up having someone draw it. But when we were thinking of colors, I was like, we need to do something bright and, like, kind of kind of in your face. So pink and red was our first idea, and Miss Sandra made this for us. She's literally the best. So talented. She did it for us in one week for both of us because mm. um, it was, like, a short notice type of thing. Um, so, yeah, that, that was a thought into it. And then the names on the back, obviously, just because we go by Ty Jane. 
we were like, we should incorporate that somewhere and something to do with our entrance. So that's why we did it on the back, and now we do the handshake thing and turn around and stuff. So that's the meaning behind that as well. So, yeah, I love that gear. That's actually one of my favorite gears I think I've had so far. Yeah, Miss Sandra, she's a beast. Like, she she does some amazing work. Like, I hope her fingers never get tired. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Mika? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, so with that, so you, you've had a, you know, a good stint with AEW. What's your favorite moment as far as your career so far? Favorite moment? I mean, I definitely would say back on kind of what we were saying about the like holistic stuff and like probably the choking out Brandy, that whole segment and me coming into the dark order. I would definitely say that just because that's now made you know, where I am now, even with the Dark Order and, like, how they've become such good friends in my life, too, like, in real life. So mm -hmm. I would say that, because it was, you know, obviously it was on screen, but also in the back, like, I really did gain, like, brothers and stuff, so I would still say that for sure. Okay. Sounds good. So we're going to hit into Rapid Hot Tags now. So Rapid Hot Tags is I ask you a question, you're going to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Um, this question I've been wanting to ask, I was going to ask in the question series, but I saved it for Rapid Hot Tags. So Rapid Hot Tags, uh, the first question, so takeaway waffles, uh, which one would you choose, pancakes or French toast? Oh, French toast. Pancakes for me. <laughs> oh, it's not, I don't know if it's pancakes for me. I love pancakes. <laughs> She's <laughs> like pancakes for me for sure. Um, now, uh, which what's your favorite body part to work on? Ooh, legs. Favorite show to binge watch? Mm, Shit's Creek. Yes, yes, that's mm -hmm. an amazing show. Uh, your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones, pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save one item. What would it be? Oh my gosh, that's so hard. I mean, a phone one. That's not really like yeah, a whole yeah. item, right? I mean, I mean, yeah, that's. You guess I'll say my purse that includes my phone. There it is. And then, uh, if you were able to live to the age of ninety and retain either the mind or body of, uh, we'll say, twenty-year-old for the last sixty years of your life, which would it? Which would it be? I'm gonna say body only because I want to be wise. You know, at that point, I feel like when you're. I don't know. I feel like it could go either way, but I'm going to say that only because I feel like I'm going to learn a lot more. There it is. As in the rapid hot tags, short and sweet, nice and nice and nice yeah. and simple. Um, so the panel question is last question or last thing for this interview. Panel question is: You were stuck. If you were stuck on an island, and you, it's kind of like you had to make that that phone call to any person we're going to take about take away our loved ones because we don't know everybody's loved ones to any person uh we'll say wrestler that can come and save you that you believe can come and save you who would it be and why oh my gosh that's so hard a wrestler um i'm gonna say john silver okay nice I feel like and why? He's, a little, he's a little crazy i feel like he'd be like okay like i'm on my way and just because he has a good friend now. So I would say him. Okay. Santana? Um, mine would be Pete Dunne uh, because he can break fingers and he'll break anybody's fingers just to get to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mika. 
<laughs> he would. Like that's a he's strong British strong style, you know? I can't. Um <laughs> I am going to go. Oh, that's hard. Um you know what? I know exactly who I would call. And it's funny. Um I'm calling Jeff Hardy. I just feel like he's resourceful. He's going to be able to get to me. He's not going to be scared. He's going to help me get my life together. Like, I, I would trust that man with my life. So I'm calling Jeff. Jeffrey Nero, please answer the phone and save my life. He's definitely going to dance before he comes to save your life. And I'm going to dance with him when I see him coming up the beach to save me. We're going to be doing the pelvic thrust together. I'm going to be ready. That's a good oh, my one. gosh. Um... Gosh, I like ask these questions and I never have an answer. Um, I think I think I'd pick Alicia Fox because she kind of she kind of out there and she won't take no for an answer. Um, and she'll go outside the box to figure it out. Like it, it's just like like, you know, tunnel visions like I need to get TK off his Allen. And so I, I think that would be. I would think that would be a really good show. Um, but thank you so much, Anna, for uh, joining us. Um, just in case you guys are not following her, which you should, um, let me just say your social media, especially your Instagram, be, you know, motivating me to get to the gym. I'm not uh, as always successful. But if y'all are not following her, y'all need to because your pictures are on fire. Um, so where can people follow you? Um, I think... Twitter and Instagram should be at Anna J and then three underscores after it. They didn't have just Anna J, so that's where I'm at right now. But yeah, thank you guys too for having me. I really appreciate it. Not a problem at all. And Miss Santana, where can everybody find you? Oh, y'all can Google me at Juliana Santana. Um, I, I understand your pain, Anna. Um, somehow somebody took my name on Instagram and nobody. Nobody has a name I know for a fact. Um, but I just tell people to Google me, and even if you spell my name wrong, you'll still find me. And Ms. Mika? I am on everything at Meek the Mage, M-E-E-K, the mage, like magical person, because, you know, we do the things on, on Instagram and Twitter. I have so many questions about that now. Um, but <laughs> we'll, we'll talk, talk about later. It. I got you, friend. We <laughs> we'll, can talk. We'll talk about it after. Uh, you guys, make sure. Thank you guys so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk. Make sure you're following us on all social media. Definitely go and check out our website, www.talkpod.com. We have so much information. We are still in Women's, Women's History Month. We have an article dropping every day. So definitely go and check that out. Follow us on all social media, including TikTok at www.talkpod. Other than that, my name is TK Trinidad. You can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. Till next time. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.